Want to navigate your way from book idea to bestseller and beyond? You're in the right place. Listen in for interviews with industry experts and inspiring authors who are making their mark in the world of independent publishing. Get ready for down-to-earth, actionable advice and insights from those who know the business best. Welcome to the She Gets Published podcast. Here's your host, best-selling author, transformational book coach, and indie publishing mentor, Lynette Pottle. Hey, hey, my soon-to-be-published author friend. Welcome back to the show. You don't have to be in my world very long to know that I'm a huge believer in the field of possibility all around us and that the answers we're looking for are often hiding in plain sight. Over the years of building my business and pivoting along the way, I've found incredible value in connecting with women in other fields and industries. Oftentimes in those conversations, solutions to problems surfaced even when the information offered was given in another context. It's with that in mind, I wanted you to meet Megan Clore, a marketing expert who helps overwhelmed business owners automate their presence online so they can take weeks off social media and still book clients. I've been working with her on a project, so I know firsthand that you can benefit from her brilliance. Now, this might not be an apples to apples situation when you think about writing and publishing your book, but I do think you'll be surprised at how much overlap exists and how helpful Megan's unique viewpoint brings to this conversation. Before we dig in, let me give her a proper introduction. Megan Clore is the co-founder of Automate Me, a digital marketing agency that helps you attract your dream clients online through content strategies that convert. Her consulting portfolio spans startups to seven-figure brands across various industries, and she's a frequent speaker at leading firms and Inc. 500 companies. Megan's mission is to reshape how entrepreneurs manage their online presence, promoting a balance between business success and personal well-being. On today's show, Megan's leaning into her expertise to help you attract, connect, and captivate new readers. Ready to learn more? Here we go. Megan, I'm so excited you're joining us here today. Thanks for making time for us. Thank you for having me here. I'm super excited to be here. Oh my gosh. You know, and marketing is such a broad topic and we do, you know, we've had guests before talk about marketing your book or talking about your book post launch. But what I love about this conversation we're about to have today really shows how marketing is seeded in from the very, very beginning, or it can be when done well with our books. And so we're going to talk today about attracting new readers, connecting with them and captivating them. I mean, just that gives me the goosebumps thinking about. So (laughs) I'm excited to dive into that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Social media and uh, just knowing how to attract, whether it's through online or through the words that you're saying in your book, messaging is everywhere. So it's a huge part of the components to to online success and book success for sure. Absolutely. And that's one of the cool things, right, of how things you can use information in more than one ways. And we're going to show very quickly how that is relevant in this conversation. So let's degrade in and start talking about attracting readers. I mean, it's great to write a book and it's awesome to say you've written a book, but if nobody reads it, 
does it really exist? It's kind of like that bear in the woods kind of thing. So let's talk a bit about how, how we can attract readers and even do that early on. Absolutely. Yeah. So a big part of attracting the right readers and pulling people in is really, really understanding like where your ideal reader is and, and where they feel like their disconnect is or that gap is like everybody, you know, they, they pick up a book when they have a gap, right. That they, where they're like, I know I'm struggling with this and I really want to be here, or I want to get rid of this problem. So it's something where sometimes we're so far ahead as the expert that's, you know, writing these books that we think we know the problem, but in their mind, like for example, and I know we chatted about this before, uh, let's say you're a parenting coach and you are like, okay, I, I help parents to not yell at their kids. And you think that that's the problem that they really have is like, they're yelling at their kids, they're angry. But in reality, in that moment, they're really thinking like, I just want to get my kids to listen so that I don't have to yell at them. So knowing how to speak to that and speaking to the the result they really want is just key in, in the books that you're writing and in the content. Yes. It's so important because, and being able to speak in their language makes that connection, which is really important as well, right? You understand me, you get me. Yes, I have to, I have to listen to this. So let's talk about this a little bit more. What, what are some ways that we can, can work with this, use this to our advantage now that we know we're filling the gap? How can we actually take some action on that? Love that question. Action is everything. Um, So (laughs) One thing that like with the books that I read and I absolutely love, and this is when I know that the author just nailed it is like when I feel like that person is speaking just directly to me, like, oh my gosh, she's in my head. How did she know? And she's saying the exact right thing that I needed to hear. And it blows me away that I'm like, oh my gosh, there's more people out there that actually have this, this problem or this, this issue going on. And, and the biggest way I've noticed to be able to get in the head of your ideal client, your ideal reader is to study them. Social media is such a great place to be able to, I don't want to say like stalk them. You don't want to be creepy about it, but like you can go to like bigger pages that have large audiences that are your potential ideal reader and check out the comments. Don't pay as much attention to the content of the the big audience person, but more of the comments of the ideal client and see what things they're saying, what they're saying their struggle is, what they're saying they're resonating with. And then you're going to be able to put that into your book and into your messaging directly in their words. And that's when you get the, oh my gosh, you're in my head type feedback. Yes. And that's so powerful because, and, and it's one of the things I talk to my clients about as well, is getting to know somebody so well. It's true that our books can serve many people and they will serve many people. But if we're speaking to many people, that message is not going to land in the same way. And so having this intel, doing your research ahead of time to be able to speak to that individual, it's a widespread issue, but you're talking to the individual. So that's brilliant. Love it. Yes. Yes. So powerful. And yeah, it's, it's something that I, I always click with with uh, authors when they do that. I'm like, all right, they know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So that's the first step in making the connection. But connection really is key, right? And I talk about this a lot specifically for coaches and and my clients when they're making um, choices and selections about their book and how they're going to talk about things. Because 
it's one thing, okay, you understand me, you know me, but now like, how are we making that connection? So surely, you know, I have some ideas I can bring to that, but I know you have some brilliance that I want to tap into here as well. So let's talk about connection. Yes. So connection for me, at least what's really helped is the vulnerability factor. And that was something I know it was really scary for me when I first got visible online and I'm a total introvert and I didn't want to be seen and I I didn't want to share any of those, those moments that are embarrassing and whatnot, or in reality, those are the things that connect me to my audience. And those are those moments in books that connect me to the author and where I'm like, oh my gosh, she's been in my same shoes. She's been where I where I am now and where I'm struggling. And because she figured out a way, it gives me hope. Mm. And having hope makes me more likely to take action versus a lot of times you see people who are just kind of one dimensional, or they're just showing the highlight reels of life is amazing. And you can have all these things and they don't talk about the struggle and what they really went through. And those, those to me aren't leaders. Those aren't people who can really influence because they don't have enough skin in the game to be like, no, I've, I've been there too. And here, let me let me show you the way because I've been there. Yes. And I think that the really key point that you talk about is, yes, vulnerability from the perspective of, of you've been through it and you can offer the help. I think that's the big key because sometimes vulnerability, um, we don't get just right. We, there's a misunderstanding around because there's a lot of talk about being vulnerable and sharing your full self and all of that. But there's a way in which to do it where you can provide that hope. So thanks for for pointing that out. Yeah, that's so true. And I'm glad you mentioned that because yes, there's a difference between just being open and vulnerable and like like sharing your airing all your dirty laundry that's going on right now in your drama versus doing something where okay, you figured out a way through. And by you sharing that you were in this particular struggle, but you have the solution, that gives the people hope versus, um, hey, I have this struggle and I, I, I have no idea what's going on with it or how to help, but you know, I'm there too. <laughs> so yeah, definitely a, a difference there. Yeah. The only person I've really seen be able to pull that off, and she does this sometimes, is Mel Robbins. Sometimes she oh, is like, that. she's right in it and she can pull oh. it off, but just because she pulls it off doesn't mean everyone can. <laughs> totally. Yep time and a place. And yeah, there's an art to it for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So so when you're thinking about this vulnerability and hope, um, kind of that trajectory transformation, hints, tricks, um, suggestions maybe of how our listeners can, can really put that into action. What really has helped me for that is because I struggled with this and, and opening up and, and being visible and everything was a struggle for me. So to get out of my own head and to get the words flowing on paper, it really helped for me to just write a letter to my younger self, the version of me when I was going through, when I was in the thick of it. And like, what, what would be advice that that person really needed that that version of me, if I could rewind time and could just like pat her on the back and give her some encouragement and tell her the things that, wow, if you just do X, Y, and Z, you know, you are going to make it the words just come flowing through and it, it becomes very vulnerable and real because you're, you're talking to one specific person and that person's really near and dear to your heart because it's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and being able to um, 
take that step back and to get into that mindset of where you were. Because like you mentioned earlier, it's really easy to forget. We think what we know everybody knows. It's just like, oh, yeah. like that's so simple. Well, think back to yourself 10 years ago. Was it simple for you 10 years ago? Was it simple for you last year when you were struggling in this area? So I, I think that's a really key point. Yeah, I, I think I love that you said that too, because we, at least I know for myself, we kind of fast forward and we're like, we're always looking for that next result, that next goal. And we don't really take the moment to realize how far we've come. Mm. And because of that, we forget where we really started unless we do like that kind of exercise and reflect back on, oh, wow, I really was in this different headspace. And I, I can't believe the things that are now easy to me, I used to be afraid of and I used to struggle with and they used to be hard to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one place I know. Um... Megan, just in our conversations, one of the things that you, one of your superpowers is being able to really tap into to the mindset work, right? You work in marketing. That is what you, where you help your clients get results. But part of the way that you do that is through some of this mindset work. Is there anything else that comes to mind for you, maybe along the vein of, of mindset that could be helpful? To our listeners. Yes. Uh, mindset is everything. It really is. And back in the day, I used to think it's just strategy. And once you have the right strategy, everything can work out beautifully. And once I stumbled through a bunch of different strategies for different marketing things, I realized, okay, it's not the strategy because sometimes something can work perfectly for somebody else. And then you can be there struggling. I mean, like, why isn't this working for me? And I realized it was the limiting beliefs or the mindset that I, that I had, the, the track I was playing in my head, like that mean girl voice of just, you know, this isn't, you know, you're not good enough. You're not far enough along yet. Why even bother? What, like essentially just doubting, doubting my gifts and doubting, putting myself out there instead of doubting the fears. Mm. And that's something I talk about a lot now. It's like, instead of us doubting our greatness, we should be doubting and questioning the fears. Like, is that fear really legit? Or have I crushed it before in the past? Have I done these things? Are there evidence moments where I was amazing at, you know, sales or at this marketing thing? And the more of that evidence you can gather for yourself and reminders, the easier it is to get over those mindset blocks of when that mean girl voice kind of chimes in. You can be like, you be quiet. I already have this evidence over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that that flip of the script just to you know why are why do we give credibility to the negative instead of I mean it is we have a negativity bias as humans yeah. but being able yeah. to also tap into all of this evidence that we've created and yeah. start doubting the fears. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. It's neither neither one like the fears aren't real so it's like why are we giving them so much power and credit? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, Megan. So we've talked a little bit about attracting our readers. We've talked about connecting with them. Let's talk about this third part, which is captivating. Like I just love that word, um, but the premise and energy behind that. So let's talk a little bit about captivating as it relates to books and readers. Yes. So you've got, you know, you, you write your book, you, you've got the messaging in there. And then the next task is 
well, how do I get people to read it? How do, how do I how start that movement and get people referring people to my book? And, you know, you, you have those friends who are like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book. So how you put your messaging out there on social media and just in general as you're promoting it can make a big difference. And that's that captivating factor. And the beauty of it is it's really the same exercises that I just went over, like steps one and two that you'd be using in the book writing process of, you know, the the vulnerability and the connection to like, where your person is, share that online. You want to speak to where your ideal client thinks that they are, where your potential reader is in that moment. Share your stories of how you've been there before and that you can relate and you found a way through and that your book is the solution. Mm-hmm. So it, it captivates people to the point where they're like, oh, wow, she been, she's been there. She has a solution. And this book is going to be that next step of help for me. Now I got to read it. And now I need to tell my friends about it because it helped me. And then it just goes round and round. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful spiral there for sure. That whole continuation. And you know, the, the thing that really stood out to me there that I want to just pull on this thread, it takes us a little, it's a little bit of a sidestep from captivate, but it was so important is you said, um, something to the effect, these might not be the exact words, but something to the effect of the problem that they think they have. That is so huge because the problem that they think they have isn't always the root of the problem. And you as the writer of this book probably know that, but you don't need to tell them, don't talk above them, be with them, be with them in the trenches and where they're at. So what they think their problem is. That right there is a juicy gold nugget. So I just wanted to call that out. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something it takes sometimes a little bit of testing different things to find out which one actually captivates that person. And for example, we were talking about mindset a second ago. That's something where I know mindset's a big deal in marketing and in business growth. But I also know the people who I'm attracting, they they just want the strategy. They just want the step-by-step yes. plan. They're just like, show me how to make money online. Like, okay. But I know if they don't have the mindset piece, they're going to fumble. They're going to doubt themselves. They're going to let imposter syndrome shrink them back and play small. So I don't talk about the mindset piece, but that's what I deliver inside of my trainings. And I speak to where they are at the moment of like, I just want more clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So powerful. Oh my gosh. So here we are nearly at the end of our time together, which is wild. Um, But I have a couple of things that I want to ask just um, related to books in general. And I know that you've talked about some of the books that really uh, you've connected with and you feel like people are talking to you. Is there Is there an author or a book that you'd like to give a shout out to someone that you could say, you know, they really delivered on that for me. This is someone that I could say made that connection for me. Like, here's a demonstration of what it looks like when it's done well. Anything come to mind for you there? Well, absolutely. A book that I'm reading right now is uh, it's in pre-sale mode right now, but I have a sneak peek of it. But it's Jen Gottlieb's Be Seen. And Like it gives me goosebumps just talking about it because she's absolutely been in that boat of like the things that I know that I need help with and speaks the relatability and the vulnerability and absolutely just blows it out of the water. And yeah, I'm referring everybody to that book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. And that that release is coming up in is it October? Do you know? Yep. October. So 
So not too long in the future. So uh, listeners can maybe mark that on their calendar too. It would be something to keep their eyes out for Jen's yeah, book. Yeah, pre-order it on Amazon. I think it's available on, yeah, pre-order. Nice, nice. Well, Megan, for those that want to continue the conversation, continue learning from you, see a little bit more about your journey and what you're all about, what would be the best place for them to come hang out with you? I am on Instagram. That's my that's my jam. So you can come say hello there. My DMs are always open. My handle is just my name, at Megan Clore, and I'd love to connect. Fantastic. And we'll be sure to put the links in the show notes as always. Megan, thanks so much for taking your time to be with us today and really spurring some thoughts around what we need to do to attract, to connect, and to captivate our future readers. Yes. Thank you for having me. That's a wrap for this week's episode. We can't wait to hear how you put what you learned today into action. Remember, the journey from book idea to bestseller and beyond is within your reach. Keep writing, keep learning, and keep pushing forward on your path to becoming the published author you aspire to be. And for more tips and encouragement to support you on the journey, follow us on Instagram at at SheGetsPublished. On behalf of your host, Lynette Pottle, thanks for being a part of the She Gets Published community. See you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.